Welcome to the Innovation Meets Leadership podcast. Real inspiration for real innovators. If you're looking for innovation and leadership transformation, your journey starts now. Welcome to the Innovation Meets Leadership podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Bourne. Guys, I want to remind you to leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts so other innovators like you can find us. Well, today I am super excited to talk to somebody that I think you guys are going to find absolutely fascinating. Paula White has an unwavering passion for music, and she actually applies that in order to bring out about a new perspective about new possibilities for leaders. And so her her one-of-a-kind forward-thinking approach starts with the foundation of heart and mind, which I absolutely love. She's a global recognized sales leader as well. So Paula has leveraged her talents to scale inside sales teams into multi-million dollar standalone sales channels. She also has just written a new book called Side B, Remix Your Leadership Style. I cannot wait to jump in and have this conversation. Welcome to the podcast, Paula. Thank you so much, Natalie. I am thrilled to be here. Your team and group is phenomenal. So I'm excited. Thank you so much. Well, I cannot wait to hear a little bit more about this book. When you told me the title, I was like, wow, that's super fascinating. Tell me a little bit about why you decided to write a book like this. Interestingly enough, there are a couple of reasons and a couple of things that hit me as I was climbing the corporate ladder. As we climb the corporate ladder, we tend to put some of our thoughts and some of our emotions on the back burner, right? And I was at a concert in Atlanta, the Struts concert, and I didn't get to get up front because up front was standing room only, they call the pit. So I ran up to the balcony, front row, middle of the stage, and I was singing and going. And then all of a sudden I looked down And I watched how the fans engaged with the musicians. And I thought, wouldn't it be incredible if leaders could engage their employees like the the musicians do their fans? So that opened up the whole idea of this side B. Wow. Well, so I would love for you to talk a little bit about, you know, you say one of the ways to encourage innovation in leaders that you coach is to use music as a metaphor. So, so kind of unwrap or unpack this idea for us just a little bit. If we're a leader thinking, yeah, that's me. I would love to engage people like that to where they're a huge fan of my leadership, the way that I lead and the way that I serve them. Where do we start? You know, think of it as a musical composition, right? If one note is missing, it throws it all out of balance. And we really need to be in balance as a leader. We can work with all of the data and skills and things that we have. But if we don't tap into that emotional side and serve our employees, we're really doing a disservice to them because they really look up to what we want, you know, what we want them to do. And they get engaged with that if we are serving our employees. The other way I kind of look at it as a metaphor is think of a song, your favorite, favorite song. Let's just take Stairway to Heaven, all right? What would Led Zeppelin be without that guitar riff? 
you've got to have that balance in there. So I use a lot of these different metaphors in showing leaders to have balance in their in their leadership and to serve their employees with heart. So if we take the guitar rift and make it practical for our listeners, what is the guitar rift of our leadership? <laughs> right. So that's what I call your side A and side B, which okay. I don't know if a lot of your listeners will know, but many people do. But back in the day, there were these little 45s. They had a side A and a side B. The side A was always the popular song, the one that we went out that drove us to go. Side B is your, you might have gotten a hidden hit. You might have received those, you know, that silent call of leadership on there. And so I think of side A as all your resume building skills. And side B is your emotional based skills. That's your guitar riff. That's your lead drummer, your rhythm guitar, your drums, your conga drums, your 10 I've defined 10 of these positive behaviors that complement a side A trait. So that's what I look at when we're talking about balancing, bringing our resume-based skills and our emotional-based skills. It's kind of a, Natalie, if you'd like to think of it, it's a both and approach rather than an either or. Mm -hmm. So interesting that you say that because I feel like, you know, even when I started out my career very much, it was mostly about side A. It was about what skills and abilities do you bring to the table? Kind of the, what, what can you do for me lately? And that's how you got the job. And now I think what you're, what I feel like you're leaning into and what you're saying side B is that emotional intelligence. So your ability to have empathy and compassion and to be a leader that people want to follow, not just because of the resume, right? But because of the way that they lead, the way they care, the way that they engage with their employees and peers. And so bringing these things together, I think is such an important part of our leadership journey. It really is. If you don't mind, let's take one of our behaviors. It's the drummer. He, you know, he, she, they, they all are forward thinkers, visionaries, all those side A traits that they are able to do that you would put on a resume. But how do you complement that with a side B? That behavioral trait is actually what I call curiosity. Because when you're a forward thinker and a visionary, what is the first thing that you do? You ask a lot of questions. You ask a lot of questions of your team, of the people who are customer facing, you ask a lot of questions to make f- people feel heard and seen. And also the drummer is the one that keeps the pulse and the tempo of the band. So that's really what the side B drummer does with curiosity. Love that. So can you talk a little bit about encouraging creativity when you're in these team building environments? You know, what are some of the things that how you spark creativity, which obviously we know can also lead to innovation? Exactly. Creativity is phenomenal. The first question I would ask everyone in there is tell me the first concert you went to or your favorite song and let that go. Because what that does is that drops the walls a little bit. It's like singing in the shower or singing alone in your car. 
your mind is free. So it drops the walls and it really engages. Now, if you are a brave leader, I would start with a song and get up there and kind of karaoke it. (laughs) But not all leaders are brave enough to start with a song, but not yet. They will be. But what that does is it really breaks down that intense feeling of what am I sitting in here? What do we have to do? Why are we doing this? And it helps open up that conversation and start creating things. And when you get stuck, ask another question and break those walls down. Wow. What I also hear you doing with that brave leader getting up there and karaokeing it, which, yeah, you got to be pretty brave to do that. What I also see happening is you're removing that power distance. So oftentimes as a leader, you can be several levels away from the people you lead, and that can feel like a huge power distance between you and them. And it can feel like, oh, well, you almost like they're not even a real person. You know, it's like- this person walks on water and they're so amazing and all the things they've done and all the things they've accomplished. And I love it because you just make them a real person. I'm a real person. You're a real person. You just remove all that, that power stuff. And it's just relational at that point, which to me, that's the best way to lead is through relationship, not through power. Right. Right. Exactly. That's the best way to put it too. I heard from one of my speakers that started me on this journey, Dwayne Cummings, he said, flip the org chart, right? Mm. So the CEO is actually at the bottom of the org chart and everyone goes up the org chart to the customer. And then you have your customer facing people and it is all relationship building. It's relational and you remove that data-driven, hardcore person that people are afraid of and they get to be seen and heard. And that is what, that's where you're going to get your real innovation, your real collaboration and your real creativity. So I'm curious how you would take and apply side B, apply your book to some of what you've done and and created over the years through kind of your sales acumen and how you've kind of paralleled these things to say, hey, you know, a lot of side B and a lot of what I've done in sales, there's there's complementary things here, lessons to learn or, or things to pull out of. Really, that's a great question. And I will say that everyone, as I was leading teams, I would be asked, what is your secret sauce? Well, there's no secret sauce per se, but really the secret The secret is tapping into your side B, letting your people know that you care for them. I once was very a micromanager. I wanted to know what my team was doing, where they were going, what hours they were working, you know, were they making their calls? It was very strict. And I lost a whole team over that. And so I had to adjust and pivot really, really quick. And when I understood that it wasn't about what I could deliver to the senior leadership team, it was really about what I could deliver to the people that I was leading. What was my job for them? And that's what I did in sales. 
And when I did that, they felt more comfortable getting on the phones and making those sales. They weren't so tense. They could be seen and heard. So that's really where that pivot and that shift came in. So you you kind of flipped the script on culture. You you decided to implement and create a different culture so that you could get a different outcome from probably the way you were feeling as well. Because I would imagine when when we do feel that we we have to micromanage, right? We we now are not only worrying about our job, but we then worry about their job and then everyone else's job. Like there's just a lot that comes with micromanaging that honestly at the end of the day can exhaust us. It does. <laughs> And when we uh, step back from that and say, you know, what do I have to give to these people that I lead and what what is something I can provide them that nobody else can? That's such a different way culturally of thinking about leadership. You know, and that's what we did in our department. And as you climb the corporate ladder, as you know, sometimes a little bit of us is taken away little by little and filled with data and filled with you know, things that we need to be responsible for. But really the ultimate responsibility is our people. And our people serve our customers and clients. And when that happens, they remain loyal. And revenue and retention and creativity and focus all start to happen. So if there's anyone listening to this podcast that's in sales, I'm sure that they may be listening and, and I've led sales in the past. So I can speak to the, the level of pressure that comes with sales. How do you balance, you know, being somebody that's trying to really create a culture and not micromanage with the fact that sales is very metrics driven and is very full of pressure. And so while you don't want to be somebody that micromanages, you know that there are all these things that each level of sales leader is being measured by down to their individual employee and whether or not they are doing those actions, making those calls. How do you balance that so that you can still show up as a great leader who's changing the culture, but you also don't ignore the fact that, hey, we, we're a metrics-driven organization and we, at the end of the day, we still have to deliver. Absolutely. And that's why I, when I said at the beginning, It's really tapping into your whole self, your side A and your side B, bringing the metrics driven while also bringing the emotional base. I relate sales to the song Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen because it starts off slow in the beginning of the month and then it gets intense, 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 intense until it gets to mid-month and then it's really going. And then it comes to the last day and it slows down and ends. Well, that's it. Your month's done. What you've done is already in the past, and it starts over again the next day. That is sales. But what we need to do when we tap into our side B is we need to understand first, what is it inherently within us? Are we curious? Are we passionate? Are we trustworthy? Are we courageous or gracious or kind? These are those 10 behaviors that I worked with a psychologist and neuroscientist to define. But what is it that's in us that we can bring into our conversations with the people that we lead, that we still know that they have metrics they have to meet? But instead of talking about the metrics, let's talk about something 
that they want, they want from their job? What is it that they want and how are they going to get it? They're going to get it by delivering. Wow. That's so good. So I want to ask you, how can leaders leave a positive legacy for the people they serve? So I can go back and think about, you know, some of the most incredible leaders that I've ever worked for. And they instilled in me things like a love for learning, a love for empathy, a love for thinking outside the box, a love for uh, candor, innovation. So, you know, but then you also have those other leaders, right, that have left you with a bad taste in your mouth for leadership. So how can, as we think about our leadership legacy and what that actually looks like, how do we create a positive legacy for the people we lead? And that's a great question, too, because that's right in my book. I call it your authentic leadership legacy. And it's if you define it, if you look at it, it really spells out A-L-L, bringing all of you to your work, bringing your humanistic side, bringing your part to really deliver and listen and be heard. But when you leave a positive legacy, it's really about being real. It's being relational and helping somebody rather than demanding. Wow. Helping instead of demanding. I think that's, that says a lot. (laughs) Well, I have just loved our conversation today. Any final thoughts for our listeners? You know, if we go back to music, I would say my one final thought is find your one song. The one song that lifts you up, that if you're having a bad day or you're late for work or someone interrupts you, rather than making the day go south, turn on that one song and let it fill you up with your courage or your kindness or your trustworthy and ethical and let it build upon your day. So find your one song. I, I love that. And I'm surprised I don't have that one song. That's so good. I'm, I'm stealing that. I'm totally yeah. going to do that. <laughs> well, thank you again, Paula. I just so enjoyed talking to you. It was great, Natalie. Thank you. Well, you can follow Paula at her website, paulaswhite.com, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook. We will have all these in the show notes for you. To our listeners, thank you for joining the Innovation Meets Leadership podcast. Remember, Don't just get out of the box, break the box and set it on fire. Let's go transform something. Thank you for joining us for the Innovation Meets Leadership podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our show on iTunes. Follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Innovation Meets Leadership and visit our site at innovationmeetsleadership.com for more innovation resources. Today's sponsorship is brought to you by Territory Global. We work at the intersection of experience and imagination. We help you pinpoint problems and turn them into opportunities. We make imagine happen. Some of the best organizations in the world choose us as their partner to help solve their strategy, innovation, transformation, story, and ways of working problems. Learn more at Territory.co.